Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode 27. Today's date is 11-6-2021. We're at the Ice House in Apache Pass, Texas. Not Apache Pass, Texas. What is it? Downtown Texas? Downtown Texas. 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 Downtown Texas. Uber. Uberville. Yeah, Uberville. <laughs> yeah, so we have Kenny back. I yeah. It's not my fault that I've been gone. Well, maybe some of it, but not all of it. Yeah. He's back. We got Mike here at the Funfly. Mike yep. Westbrook, say hi. Hello. We've been out here since. I've been out here since Wednesday. Wednesday night. Wednesday. Mike got here on what Thursday, and Kenny showed up on Thursday. Thursday night. Thursday night. Barely. Barely. Barely made Thursday. So we've been out here. Uh, this is the Ice House annual event that goes on out here. Um, it's mainly a airplane event but we have sport airplane line uh 3d airplane line uh helicopter line uh, fpv uh wing racing line we've got about what about 100 and i think they're across the hill are they yeah that's what i heard i haven't seen okay i haven't seen them either but i didn't go in there um we have what do you know what the pilot count i know i saw 130 posted yesterday pilot count uh there is more cut more vehicles coming in today, so yeah, we're probably in the 160, 170 range. I would guess so. At, at, this nine, point. at 930, there was 129 at 930 this morning. Okay, so we're going to be in the one, 150 range that, probably. 129 or 127. You know more than I do. I didn't look. Well, they had that little raffle. Guess how many registered pilots we have and win a prize thing. Yeah, it, it's been more uh, in recent years, but. We like had a northern blow in. Yeah, when we got here, I couldn't even pull up to set the RV up or anything like that. It was just complete mud. Well, it wasn't a mud mess, but it was going to get into a mud mess. And then. And it did. Thursday, was it Thursday, Friday? It was a complete mud mess. I thought they were going to have a wrestling contest or something at some point down there. The only thing we were missing was mud trucks. Mud trucks and mud chicks. Mud chicks. Yeah, yes. Some, some Don't watch YouTube. Some mud wrestling would have been nice. I never watch YouTube. Nelson does. Well, you know, there's a couple of people from Wichita Falls here that they probably did stuff we don't want to know about. <laughs> yeah, down in the mud. <laughs> Mr. BP. Um, what else? I guess we'll get into the ice house. I'll get what I've been doing. A update on the scale project issues and stuff. Um, I did get the air wolf out at this event and I did get coerced last night into flipping it and flying it upside down. So that was really cool to see and do. I will like attest it. to that. He did it. Yeah, we, we called him all kinds of names to get him to do it though. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to do it for about a year. So I was really scared, but it worked out. almost crashed it once. It just, it just doesn't write pirouette. So you have to left pirouette. I promise it. nobody called Richard of the JJ. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard it, no. <laughs> it was in the lights, too, so that was even cooler at night in the light towers. Uh, they got these light towers this time that are really cool. They're LED light towers. They actually work really, really well. Hopefully, we can get the vendor and get them back for our event, depending on how much they cost. So really good light towers. Yes, absolutely. RV project is updated. I uh, would say it passed all the work I've done and getting it ready. It's I've been in my uh heli sleep cabin so been good been good 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 mm, what else hard deck testing is good 
add the hard deck on the was it the Tron 5.5 and the Oxy 3. The 5.5 is working really well. I adjusted the pitch compensation to 80% and it stops for, it stopped way too aggressively. So I adjusted that back down to 65%. Almost crashed it once. Right. You yeah. did that before you adjusted the 65 or after? I did the 80 and then it was too aggressive and then I adjusted it to 65 and then that's when I kind of went through it last night. Yeah, so just be warned if you have enough momentum. Yeah, you can get closer to the ground than what you yes, want to. Yes, you can. No, no, you can't. Yeah. Mike can't play the Oxy anymore. <laughs> He's banned. He's banned from playing with. Anyway, the Fusion 50 is completed. I got that up, test flown. So, flew it during the day and flew it at night. So, it flies extremely well. Just a one crash away from being a shelf queen this point but this point it flies good i like the heli i kind of wish they stopped making it or didn't stop making it you're welcome yeah thanks kenny for picking up a lot and selling it to all of us it's about all i've been doing kenny finally back finally back after how long now i thought i fired you actually but you did didn't no you? only once no you only fired me once <laughs> and i had nothing to do with the fire just saying Nope, I have been out of pocket a little bit. Richard's work schedule is like <laughs> the two of us trying to get together and produce a podcast has been challenging. I don't know why you can't get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, work for me has uh, definitely picked up a little bit. I've been out of town for a little while and going back out of town again uh, soon. The event's been good. I've enjoyed getting away from everything. Uh, trying to get to the event this year has... I, I wasn't sure I was going to make it. <laughs> we had a really, really bad windstorm last week. And then this week, you know, the bottom dropped out and it just became a turd floater. And I walked in from work one day to find out that I had water sitting in my, my uh, laundry room. And then I walked into the bathroom to see water coming out of the ceiling. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is, it's enough is enough. So, uh, you know, of course, I don't, I'm the type of guy that doesn't call somebody to come fix it. I do, I just do it myself. You really should start paying people to do that stuff. Well, yeah, but that costs money. That's hobby money. That's hobby money. That's how you make your hobby money. Yeah, and I flew enough helicopters today. There's now a few things in the basket. I just have to decide which one it's going to be. Yeah. By the way, if you need your roof fixed, call the Kenny Sierra Roofing Service, and his phone number is, what was that number again, Kenny? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's 830-5309. Yeah, and I paid for it all day yesterday after working on the house for a day and a half trying to get stuff fixed and didn't you take like uh what's that stuff for uh mine all yesterday no but uh me and ibuprofen certainly became good friends now so it's it, things are good richard finally allowed me to come back onto a podcast <laughs> and 
Yeah, I kept getting e- emails from Ed and then wondering if you had quit. No, so I didn't quit. I just have to have a little more notice than 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but now things are going well. Uh, things are definitely improving. Of course, I've been to the new, into the new job now for about six months. And uh, a little stressful at first, but life's like. moving on and things are getting better. <laughs> You fidget with that. That's over fidgety. <laughs> so, this is why we don't have guests. <laughs> you need <laughs> silent fidget spinners. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now you see what I do when I'm sitting at my desk bouncing a ball or playing with stuff, and then I takes me 15 hours to edit. <laughs> yeah. So understand this: there is not a professional one in here at podcasting. I don't know. Rookies, maybe. Yeah. Rookies. Anyway, so back on subject, back on track. So you uh, got your roof fixed, and you made finally made it out. Finally made it out, and I've had a fantastic time. This is the the only two events I've been to this year was Helly's over Apache Pass, and now the Ice House. Yeah, life kind of got in the way for me of doing anything else. Hopefully, moving forward, things will get better and and I'll start being able to attend. The ice house has been good. Weather started out a little rough at first, but and mornings are a little on the chilly side. So are the evenings, but the afternoons are gorgeous. There's no wind, blue skies, and the only thing we have to contend with now is flying spider webs. <laughs> They're yeah. everywhere. It's weird. Yeah, somebody said that was spiders hatching. They're not hatching in my hair. I know. When they said that, that's the first thing that I think that I thought of. So that's it. That's me. So I have on here F3C. Who, since you've been flying F3C machines today, what was that machine that you flew? I flew the. Uh, on the spot. The Wraith. The Wraith. Yeah. I flew the Wraith. It is Sam Carlett's Corlett? Yeah, something like that. Spot. He's a FAI pilot. And he competes, and I've became like I haven't hardly had to pull my models out today. I've been flying everybody else's. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> OPH'd out. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been awesome. <laughs> now that I I flew his Wraith today, and oh my goodness, that's a smooth model. Have, have you actually even flown one of yours this weekend? Yes. Oh, the whiplash one time. Never mind. I, I have flown my models this weekend. The I even flew last starts. night. Yeah, you did fly last night. And the Nitro is next. I, I've got the the 580 out that I still haven't flown. Yeah, to pull you away from it. And see, what is that, a, a year and a half old now? Mm-mm. About a year. Okay. <laughs> Close to it. What else have you been up to? About it? That's about it. All right. Mike's here. It's been since Rona on the River since he was on. Hello. <laughs> He's back. We're actually in the same trailer, same spot, same setup, same deal. Just way earlier in the day today than it was last time. Mm. It was 4 o'clock in the morning last time. Yeah, I think we had shenanigans had started. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for letting me be here. I enjoyed it. This has been a blast. I look forward to this. This, this is my third year to be here. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I look forward to it, man. It's my fourth event. This year, I went to run on the river 
uh, Heli's over Apache Pass. Then went to Abilene, Chopper Madness, and then out here. And I enjoy it. You to hang out with friends, meet new friends. And this is just, this is my vacation. I don't go anywhere. This is, I have no life. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a chill event for the heli side. It's, we've actually had a lot more participation than I expected. Even the first night when I fired up the light towers, I expected to fire them up and I was gonna go get my model and fly, and the next thing I know, I had to wait like four people deep to even test the lights that I spent 20 minutes setting up. <laughs> when I got here on Thursday night, I had this thought running across my head, hopefully one of these guys has got a helicopter out, I want to fly. And as I was pulling up, Richard was walking out to the light towers to shut them off. <laughs> Man, that blows. Turn them back on, they turn back on, they're LEDs. Yeah, they don't gotta, they don't gotta warm well, up. Well, I didn't know they were LEDs. Yeah. Of course, you only have how many night helis? Two. Okay, two. So we're on Ice House guest list. We have Mike Westbrook with us. Uh, actually, let's let's do the main show topic first, and then we'll get some guests in here. So, as a quick show topic, since we're at a fun fly, I wanted to do a little bit of fun fly etiquette. Mike said he didn't know anything about etiquette. <laughs> what is, yeah, no. What is etiquette? Uh, is just, that like flying in the pits or flying overhead? Not really. Yeah, I would. I would kind of roll it all in, flying in your box, stand, stand in your spot. Also, you know, pick up your shit when you're done. Your trash, your stuff. Bring stuff to contribute X, Y, or Z. If you have extra stuff, loan it out. Make sure you get it back. Make sure if you borrow people's stuff to give people's stuff back to them. You're bumming off of somebody's generator or doing something like that, or you need to go help somebody. Like I went down and asked for a name for some tools or something, and asked you know asked to pay him. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. You know, it's no big deal. But definitely, if some somebody asked, like I was trying to get a mouse for the stupid laptop, and I couldn't find a mouse, and Mike went down and borrowed a mouse and. Thanks, Clay Ricks. <laughs> got it to me. I got what I needed done. And, you know, and then I that. showed him how to do it. Yeah. And then Kenny showed me, just put your two fingers on the mouse pad and draw them in the opposite way. <laughs> I was like, damn it. And it worked. <laughs> damn it. Hey, but I, I volunteered to go get Richard a mouse before I realized what he was doing. That's true. And then mainly pick up your trash and your stuff you bring. Take care of the land. Um... Try not to play loud music in the middle of the night at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it got loud last night. Those guys were out there rolling till I don't know, it was pushing 2 o'clock in the morning. I think they got shut down after they went to 100% on the on the volume setup. Because yeah. we're, we're, what, 300 yards away? Oh, we're a quarter mile. And Easy. I was watching Netflix in the in the trailer and with the generators running, and I could hear what song it was. I, I did I just stopped Netflix just to, like, is that really what how loud it is? Yeah, Jason Reddish uh, from Reddish RC, mm -hmm. he set up right there on the center stage. And <laughs> he said the walls were just banging. <laughs> he said the antics going on that night, that the, uh, the night before, was just, he said you couldn't get away from it. 
<laughs> he has a toy hauler trailer and he has the tail let down that looks like a deck. And he said he, he said he even got up, went out, and closed the deck. Just anything, trying to <laughs> to curb the noise. And, and this thing's really well insulated. Like, well, <laughs> if we could hear it all the way down here, I'm telling you, I was up there for. Somebody's gonna call me the old guy, but I was up there for an hour this morning, and even then, there, there was for the big hundred and twenty cc airplanes popping and and uh, these guys are throttling the the throttle and they're making all this noise <laughs> like andy loves <laughs> yeah and they have the uh this the system is going and they got music playing and party is talking up just because you can't hear yourself from the motors on those airplanes what'd you say it, the, that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's loud it was loud i i rolled down there on the segway and was just trying to like you know, I had Fuma, you know, fear of missing out. And I was like, let me roll up there and see where Mike's at and like that. And I rolled up there and kind of rolled around. And I'm standing next to people and they're talking. I can't hear nothing. And I, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going back. To We're this sitting chair. there talking to Renee and I am doing my level best to get away from it. And uh, not Renee, not trying to get away from Renee. <laughs> not trying to get away from Renee. <laughs> But we're talking to him, and I looked at Mike and, and Renee, and I said, man, I said, i got to walk away from this. I said, I've got a headache. And it was loud. Yeah, so definitely watch your noise. I mean, if you're smoking cigarettes or smoking, don't roll up in somebody's trailer and smoke in it. And, yeah, if or they're smoking, or, uh, yeah, cigars. Anything. Wait a minute. <laughs> cigars. What? No. Mike does have a tendency of throwing cigars on the ground. <laughs> Only at fun flies. Only at fun flies. <laughs> so let me say this. I have, every year, I have always been the guy that I've always had my own stuff. My own truck, my own generators, my own camper, my own barbecue pit, my own tents. I, I had it all. And some dude... Uh, Eight weeks ago, uh, he's driving down the road and he sees my camper and he leaves a note on there and says, I'll buy your camper as is. So I called the number and he shot me a number and sold. <laughs> and so this year I'm bumming from Richard, I'm bumming from Mike, but I brought my, I brought a, uh, the charcoal, I brought a barbecue pit. Richard's borrowing my uh, ice maker and my generator, which I'm sorry, it's having problems. <laughs> uh, sleeping in separate rooms. Mike's hey, camper. You know you're the small spoon, Kenny. Come on, buddy. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's, Kenny's doing a lot more borrowing than he normally does this year. Yeah, it's, I got to figure that out. But. I, I hope I've made it a few orders. Nikasa Sukasa, you I don't know. This year, after the job change, I was convinced that things were going to go south, and I just started selling stuff. <laughs> but in 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 the 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 uh, positive side of all that, I've never been more clean, you know, financially than I've ever been. It's it's a good feeling. So yeah, we've covered the music. Pick up your trash. Um, 
OPH, you have to fly other people's helis, that's fine. Just make sure you have a deal worked out if it plows in the ground before you do it. Check your switches. Well, I think I, I've, I've flown several models that didn't belong to me this weekend. I think there's only one time I asked if I could fly something, and that was the raw. Mm. But everybody's asked me if I wanted to fly it. And the only one that I got nervous about was Sam's. Well, the weekend's not over. Tim, I'm still hoping Tim doesn't ask me to fly that. I'm hoping he'd ask me to fly the turbine. I, I, I would love opportunity. I, I probably wouldn't do it, but I would love the opportunity just to hover the stupid thing. Alright, so that's I'm going to cut that short, and that's going to be about it. That's going to be a short episode, but we're going to have Kenny go get some guests. I know Tim said he, he would come in. Um, there's another person that Kenny's going to go see if he can get. So we're going to go get, Kenny's going to go get a couple people. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's still recording. Oh, okay. You're, you're fine. Welcome. <laughs> Who's this? You gotta talk. You can't just walk in. They can't see you. Oh, <laughs> hi. I'm Bill. How are you? <laughs> Bill's grabbing batteries for quad charger. You packing up? Yeah. You're leaving? Not right this minute. But... Oh, you, I thought you were staying tonight. I no, I turned in my hotel room. So I was like, well, because I thought, you know, I was like, well. You know, if I'm going to have to get up early in the morning and leave anyway, I'll just like, I'll just drive home tonight. But then, uh, the whole deal with the jets, you know, so I don't know. Have they got it done? No. That's the thing. They may be messing around to where I have to stay in my dad tonight. So, we'll see. Bye, Bill. See you later. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be back. I'm just exiting. The studio. You're exiting the mock-up studio. studio. <laughs> so with us today is Diego. I can't say your last name. What's Martinez. your last name? Martinez. Diego Martinez. Yes, Where are sir. you from, Diego? Houston, Texas. Houston. I, I thought yes, he was going to speak in Spanish the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> he can do the translating for Helicóptero. Tres <laughs> So what do you fly? I fly logos. I fly the goblins. Right now I fly the bra 700, the logo 700, the buddy. The buddy. The guy that yeah. talked me into getting a buddy that wanted me to fly it, but I never would fly. Yes, sir. And now I end up with one. <laughs> that didn't crash. Kenny flew it. Yeah, that was, that was the problem. He you fell talk, in love. You got Kenny to fly it, and then Kenny bought one, and then yeah. I had to buy one of damn things. Yeah. Yep. Freaking horrible. It's a I resisted. Somehow. I don't know how, but I resist. Do you want to fly mine? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sponsored by Heli Direct, correct? That is correct. You're this guy that always gives us the Heli Direct sponsor hookup for the Heli event and yes. Ice House type stuff. That's right. How long have you been flying for Heli Direct? About three years. How long have you been flying total? Seven, seven I was going to say four. I was gonna say about one. No, about seven years. I was gonna say about one. Does it show? Shitty as he flies. <laughs> so you've been out to this event how many times? Two times, three times, maybe. Uh, you've been here more than that, no sir. I was here in 2017. <laughs> yeah, you did. Way, way to get us on. No, I'm not calling him a liar. When you're the old guy, you know the first thing to go, right? 
Yeah, you remember the filter. <laughs> the filter. Oh yeah, no, that was going long ago. Oh, okay. gotcha. <laughs> I, th- I thought they make pills for that now. <laughs> That's the other kind of pill. <laughs> That's funny. So, what do you like about helicopters? Man, it's a it's an amazing hobby to get into. You get to meet all the nicest people, including you guys. Um, brings us all together. Do you I, actually I even know these people? If you say that, I mean, come on. Hey, him and I talk on the phone all the time. Yeah. I call oh. Him. Yeah. Well, now, oh, wait a minute. Now I'm jealous. What's that number again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't you, know you've only been in the hobby for like what two years now? Oh, come on. Hold on. Hold you, on. You fly amazing for two years. The one rocks. No. Oh. Yeah. Now, in all seriousness, almost twenty years ago when I started flying. <clears throat> Uh, Mike started flying. They created the wheel. <laughs> and then Mike got out of the hobby about a year later. Oh, it was longer than that. <laughs> Two years. Wait, How long was it? I got in I, I about 07, 06. 06, 07. When you got out? Well. That's about when I got back in. Yeah. And then he started playing with scooters. Not me. He wanted to be a motorcycle rider. No, no. Doing race bikes or something. Yeah, no. Motocross. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, back on subject of Diego. <laughs> so, what kind of radio do you use? I use Bebo. Cheater. Cheater. Yeah, it's, it's so easy. <laughs> right here, man. Right here. It programs all your all your maneuvers into it. All, all you, you have to do is push it. a button, and it just does it, it does for it itself. For you. So, Kenny, what kind of radio do you fly? No, that's going to be too long. We don't have enough time on recording. I'd have to get some hard drive space. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to do Kenny's radio, when you're going to have to make a list throughout yeah. the week, and we're going to go over every radio. How many, how many have you flown and owned? Hey, let's just simplify. How many radios do you have out here this weekend? How many does he not have? Let be quicker. I have four radios out here. <laughs> But one of them I'm not going to use. Doubtful. No, seriously. Oh, okay. I didn't bring them off. Okay, for which it. which one are you not going to use? The DS12 Jetty. Oh. It's a nice machine. I like mine. Mine weighs a little bit. It's, it's a little fatter than yours. It is. That's that's kind of the problem that I had with that one. No, mine weighs more than yours. I know. It's that same radio. No, yours. That's right. You have a DS12. I just have eight ounces of lead in mine. Eight ounces of lead? You took it apart and put lead in it? Why? Because I wanted it to weigh the same as the DS14 weighs. I had a DS14. I liked the weight of it. And I didn't like the lightness of the 12. So I added lead to it. Well, now, in all fairness, your bone stock without the lead actually did weigh a little more than his to start with. You have the carbon. He doesn't. So you have the metal gimbals. He's got the plastic. I can't tell. (laughs) What? But that, I mean, like, that's minuscule, yeah. but yeah. Grams. Yeah. B-Bar, HeliDirect. Who else are you sponsored by? That's it. They have everything I need. They have everything, okay. Cool. They have everything everybody needs, really. Right. Been around for a while. What's your flying style? I don't know, you guys tell me. Feline. Feline. <laughs> 3D? I don't know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, his, his, his flying style, when I look at it, 
he kind of has like a Simon influence. Do you fly with Simon a lot or no? No. Because I, I see Simon influences in your flying style sometimes, and then I see smack stuff in your flying style. He de definitely transitions from smooth to... Yeah, he's in that middle ground of smooth and smack. But if he wanted to like just drop a whole flight of hard 3D, he could drop off a flight of whole hard 3D. Yeah. Yeah, he flies harder than I do, than I do, a lot harder. He kind of reminds me just what I was about to watching. He kind of reminds me of a mix between Kenny and Sloan. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, he's not as aggressive as or load smack pop as Sloan is, but not yet. Not yet, but you're working on it. I don't know. I'm just enjoying it. Uh, get you. We need to get you a drink. I'm okay. This is a drink. So you are the club president? Yes. Of which club? Fort Bend Helles. Fort Bend Helles. Where yeah. is Fort Bend Helles located? Rosenberg, Texas. And you've been you've been out there is that the only club that you go to out there? I go to Scobie sometimes whenever you know people fly there and then sometimes I go to Texas City as well. How much of a pain on ass is it being a president of a club? It's a pain. <laughs> you didn't have to think it's pain. No, it's a pain. <laughs> How many active heli guys do you got in your field? We probably have about 26, 27. Wow. We get about 12 on the weekends usually. A lot of times we get about 12. Uh, on Saturdays really our, our better days. So we get about 6 to 12 wow. for the most part. How often do you fly? Just on Saturdays. Every week? Every week. There you go, buddy. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's why I fly like shit. Yeah. Well, I wish I could fly more, but you know. I'm glad you can't fly more. That's not like, that's <laughs> well, like why a, is that? You're already, you're already too damn good. That's not like a lot of heli guys, because I mean, back when it we oh, all yeah. get together all the time, when we used to get together on weekends, there's generally, what, six, eight, sometimes ten of us, but most generally there's like six or seven of us. On the first go around, right? Yeah, on well, the first go around. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we do get a lot of folks out there. And, um, like I said, twelve on a on a good Saturday we get about twelve. What's the main like the the average helicopter pilot? What are they flying up there? Like, what's the go to model in that club? Everybody buys from Heli Direct, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> no, they they're everything. I mean, we got a lot of goblins. We got some logos, you know, um, Excel Power. Someone does not come out there too often. Every once in a while, we'll see him out there. Is there any other sponsored pilots out there? Besides Simon, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. How'd you get hooked up with Heli Direct? Believe it or not, it was um, my good friend Jose Cruz who got me into the hobby, who, who kind of taught me the ropes, the setups, and everything else. I sent in a letter to, or an email saying, Heli Direct, this is a good guy, consider him to be a, a rep, because he does a lot. I mean, he is so helpful with everyone. He just helps out. And they said, yeah, sure. We'll get him on board. Are you interested in doing it as well? And I said, well, maybe, but I don't know if I'm good enough to, you know, flying style-wise. And they said, send the video. And they got me in there, so. I never thought it would happen. You should make to sure you send the, the right video? I sent, yeah. <laughs> Who's flying your machine? Uh, Kenny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it just worked out. But. That's good. I mean, you definitely represent them well. Good. Absolutely. We try, man. We try. So it's an amazing hobby. I mean, brings us together. You know, um, we're trying to get more young folks into it. You know, you gotta have the young people out there, man. You do, guys. What's that? You don't. It dies, right? 
me and me and Kenny used to have. Uh, he's gone now. A friend, and I know that Curtis I think, said this also at one point in time. Is the key to being a good team guy is not how great you fly, but being an ambassador for the hobby. Yeah. Nice words. Yeah. And you, you don't you don't have to be the best pilot. You just got to be an ambassador for the sport and the hobby, and be willing to help out and do things. And that makes all the difference in the world. Right. I mean, very wise. Well, do you have any contact info you want to give? Get people to if they want to. If somebody get, wants to reach, reach, out, reach out, to out to you for help for wants to go out to your club and learn how to fly a helicopter, yeah, just look us up on uh, on Facebook. Okay, all the information is right there. Our information is there. And what's the name of it again? Fort Ben Helis. Fort Ben Helis. They can Texas. find you on Facebook. And they can find me on Facebook on their Diego Safi. Perfect. Diego Safi. Yeah. All righty. Awesome. That's a long ways from Martinez. It is. Long story. Well, <laughs> <laughs> There, there must have been some uh, influence there. Well, if you don't have a shirt, I'll get you a shirt, podcast shirt, before you leave. Oh, nice. Awesome. Represent it, man. Thank you. You want to go get another yes. person? All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Diego. Thanks, Thank Diego. There we go. Finally. Well, when you turn it to 50 degrees instead of 80 degrees, yeah, it makes a big difference. It makes it colder faster. Yeah, it does. So we're back from our break. Can he round it up another person? I don't know if anybody recognizes him. Say hi. Just say hi. Hi. What kind of helicopters do you fly? I have <laughs> I have an Oxy-2, an Oxy-3, an Oxy-4 Max. A mini Protoss that is currently in pieces because I dumb-thumbed it yesterday. And my newest toy is an XL Power 520, which is very quickly becoming my favorite. All right, so now that you've talked a little bit, what's your name? I'm not saying. You, okay, we'll just not, we'll just not give I, your I'm, name. I'm commonly and known then, in the and, forums. And then people can figure it out. Just plain Chris. Okay, we'll just, we'll just we'll just stick with just plain Chris then. Yes, I'm completely okay with that. So you're gonna enter the inverted, the inverted limbo, limbo with five twenty <laughs> this time? No, I am not. No, that will always be relegated to a ZFG helicopter. Mm. I, I don't know what your um, audience is, so I don't know if I can say zero F's given. Yeah, yeah, we pretty much, we, we, we kind of started the podcast being completely clean and stuff, so Shannon can listen to it with his family, and that kind of went off the rails, and now we kind of don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried for about 10 or 15, and it was like, okay, this really isn't going to work out. <laughs> so, well, I, in, in, uh, in my defense... I've still kept it clean. Yeah, you, you tried. Well, I don't know that I've ever heard you curse, Kenny. Oh, I have. Only when I was mad. I don't know that I've ever seen you mad. Oh, I have. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably <at> me. <laughs> I haven't seen him mad much. Now I usually don't. So, what's special about the limbo contest? What's special about it? I don't know. That was the first time I've ever tried it. And what did you do? I so so back backtrack the story. We had a limbo contest at Helly's over Apache Pass that we dreamt up to do at the last minute. And he was in the limbo contest. Well, I, yeah. Well, tell him that the wind was like thirty miles an hour. <laughs> Couldn't use crepe paper. We used twine. And it and it was a micro 
limbo contest. This was supposed to be a micro, and I started out with my M2, and on the very first pass, stuffed it. So I asked permission to use my Mini Protos, even though it's not a micro, and they said yes. So my first pass with it, I actually snagged the skids on the string, and it was like this wily Coyote moment. It kept going <laughs> forward, and then rubber banded backwards, and kept flying. <clears throat> Was it the skid or, or it was a... It was a skid. I thought it was on like the main shaft. No, it was the skids. It was the skids. I'm like, how did it not just ball it up right there? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Ralph got it on video. It's out there on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, I like paused the video and made it my Facebook profile for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that Richard quit watching porn just to watch that video. <laughs> <laughs> over and over. <laughs> yeah, actually that video got Nick Maxwell's attention. Did it really? Yes, he commented on it. Damn. <laughs> it was, uh... You're not famous. <laughs> guarantee you I could not do it again. That was a complete... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Yeah, it, and, and what was uh, really good about it is it had been how long since you actually flew? Oh. Well, I... That was about the time I was just getting back into flying. So I was really rusty. And... Prior to that, I hadn't flown for <laughs> Really rusty. Really he came in there and kicked everybody's ass almost. Well, the, yeah, the, the guy with the quad could get lower because it was a thinner machine. He was doing 3D trying to get around it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was... Yeah, that that young man works for Curtis. Does he? What's Curtis his name? Pfeiffer? Jeff Pfeiffer. Jeff Pfeiffer? Yeah, he works for Curtis and is... Uh, yeah. Land surveying company, Ariel. Hmm. Well, I see posts like it wasn't that long ago. He was in Vegas for some great big convention or doing something. Had, had all kinds of UAV stuff scattered all over the, the convention mm-hmm. center. I had no idea what he was up to these days. Like I say, I've been kind of out of touch for a while. But now that we've moved to Temple, I'm only four miles from the club field, so I've kind of taken a dive head first back into RC. That's yeah, good. yeah. You you've been out for a little while. You got back in, and you're still flying Free Sky. You were yes. flying Free Sky when you got out. Yes. And you upgraded, and you're still flying Free Sky. Yes. And now you're flying Free Sky. Well, actually, I'm not the only one that's got a mix of radios. True. Come on in, pups. Be ball. Ball. <laughs> so we have a new guest in the camper now. Who is this? This is my mom, Patsy. Say hi, mom. Happy. So he talked you into bringing the puppy dogs out. Well, he always wants this one, but you can't get out of the house without my dog. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm getting attacked. I brought him back. This one has a bath. I've never seen dogs so happy. Come here, Dan. Come here. Come here. Oh. I don't know who this guy is, but I'm going to get on him. Say hi, Chris, to the dogs. She's not full at all. Animals like me. We just got three kittens, triplets, 
Oh, man. Yes, they're quite the bundle of energy. As in intentionally? Intentionally, yeah. Well, okay, the story is Liz had a black cat that lived to be 25 years old and passed away a year and a half ago. And she's been wanting another black cat. So a, a girl in town... A girl in town said, I've got a litter of kittens and... Three of them are black. So Liz said, well, I want one. I just weaned. I want one of the black cats. So we went to see them, and the other two just came to me and started crawling all over me. And I'm like, well, we can't break up the family. <laughs> so, yeah, we now have three nine-week-old kittens running around the house. What'd you name them? Um... Simon, Pinky, and Blue. Because, you know, because they're black cats, you have to name them relative, you know, relative names, right? I don't know. They just, uh, those are the names that seem to fit. She French kisses. I've got to figure that one out <laughs> real quick. <laughs> just thought I'd keep your <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. My wife brought, um, brought home two cats here recently. Two kittens. Siamese, brother and sister. Oh. And I. Siamese twins? <laughs> no, Siamese, Siamese cats. cats. Oh. And we've already got this huge dog. And I just looked at her and I said, no, no, no. I can't do it. We now have one dog, one grown cat, and three kittens. And the dog, the dog is ecstatic because she loves the other cat. They play together. Now she's like, ooh, I have three more to play with. But the other cat is not happy with us. He's very, very not happy with us. He'll get over it. Yep. So radios, yes. I went from a regular three-sky tyrannus. <laughs> Mike, Mike's going to go sit outside with his pups. Yeah. They're getting rambunctious. They haven't settled down yet. Bye, Mom. Bye. <laughs> you hear the helicopters up. You know what eight hours looks like? <laughs> that was just it. This podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of editing. Lots of editing. <laughs> I can do it. I'll pull it off. So, radios. Radios. So I've been a free sky early adopter. Had a Tyrannus for many years. I I remember that you yeah. the first time I saw that you you brought it out, and you had this little device on there that that read all the individual cell voltages. Mm-hmm. Yep. That the telemetry is what drew me to free right. sky, and so I flew that for a long time, and then I recently. Bought their new radio, the X20. It does not run OpenTX like all the other radios. It's got their own operating system called Ethos. Hmm. And the main developer for Ethos is one of the developers that was with OpenTX team. So it has a lot of the power of OpenTX and the same kind of things like logical switches, special functions, the ability to assign curves to any channel. And of course, all the telemetry, all that still works. What it 
does not yet have is LuaScript support, but that is coming, they say. Unfortunately, the existing Lua scripts for like the brain integration and the spirit integration are going to have to be rewritten because it's a whole different radio, different operating system. But hardware-wise, the radio is really nice. You've flown... Yeah, I've, I used it twice today now. Yeah. It's it feels got a good. Nice feel. The operating system is still fairly early in its development. It will occasionally do weird things. Like when I switch models, sometimes it says emergency mode and just... You have to power it off and reboot, reboot it. Other than that, I've been really happy with it. Yeah, the only thing that I had so far that would maybe just a small negative is, one, I have to get used to the radio, but the switches I felt are a little bit close. Yeah. And they're not in line with each other, so you don't, when you're, when you're holding the radio and you want to toggle between throttle, I mean, between your idle-ups or throttle hold, you're kind of, for me, I was fumbling a little bit on the location of it. The other thing I find slightly odd about the switches is that they're all the little round ones that spin. So when you flick them, it, you can feel them kind of spin. Oh, that's, yeah. they're spinning. They're, they're the little tiny round They're twisting. Yeah. yeah, they're not the paddle style switches. I mean, that's something you could easily replace if you don't like those yeah, switches. Yeah, it bothers you. Well, you could yeah. get used to it over time. Sure, I've gotten used to it. I've never even noticed that. Like on any radio. Well, the ethos does. Yeah. You'll have to, you'll have to fondle it and see what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I flew somebody's radio today, or somebody's model today, using his radio. Of course, his switches were completely in a different location, just all together. Like we said before, you fly somebody else's radio, make sure. <laughs> Better like make sure that you know what you're doing. With some people put stuff backwards and different yes. spots and Yep. So Chris, you're you're back in now? Back in. Bought another radio. So now I'm I'm kind of half and half. I bought a jetty from um, from Alex Rose, actually. Alex oh, really? Rose. That yep. came from him. That came from Alex. <laughs> it's a DS twelve uh, deluxe, so it's got all the modules. I love I love buying used Jetty radios. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we got all the updates. Yeah, and for about you know sixty percent of what it would have cost if I bought it new. Uh, so I got mine. It was still an expensive proposition because then I went and ordered nine receivers. Yeah. So uh, that cost a fair bit, but it's a really nice radio. It honestly, when you hold it compared to that X twenty, it feels cheap because it's very light. But it's really nicely made when you look on the inside of it. It's beautifully simple. And what's kind of cool about the Jetty thing is they encourage you to customize it. they like, okay, you don't like these switches or where they are? Take the back off. Switch them out. Yeah, you just plug and play. Plug and play. It det detects what you've put in there when you change uh, it. It doesn't detect it. You have to tell it because I've, I've 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 swapped the two position switch with the three position switch. Oh, and you have to tell it what it you is. You have to go into the switch menu and say, switch. We'll just call it seven. Is a three position switch now. You can tell it it's a push button. You can actually tell it it's a two position pitch switch and only it's a three position switch and it only activates in both sides. Oh, that's cool. But it's you know I've I've kind Touch of gotten to used to the programming already and it has similar functions to the other radio. It's got logical switches. It's got telemetry. Um, it has the ability to do the dual band thing, just like the X20. I'm not really interested it, in doing that. And it does have Lua scripts, but yes. a, at a smaller 
level compared to like the Free Sky. Yeah. And of course it costs three times as much as anything Free Sky. Everything about the radio costs three times as much. Right. But for that money, you're not being a beta tester for the company <laughs> either, which you very much are. And this is not necessarily a diss against Free Sky. It's just the reality. If you buy a Free Sky radio, especially this newer one, you are going to be a beta tester for wow. Free Sky. Because they just roll things out and here you go, and then you, they find these bugs, and, and yeah. you have. So, yeah, that's just something that you get at that bargain price. That you get to be a beta tester. I'm glad you're all. Yep, y'all guys are happy with it. I'm not touching the radio. I'm just, just glad that you're back in. That <laughs> you, you, you came to the helis over Apache Pass, you're here now, and, and obviously you, you're buying new models and uh, uh, and I'm getting to fly some of those models which yeah. is awesome other people's stuff <laughs> yep other people's helis okay can you can't even get it right um, yeah I, in fact I went down to the airplane side of the event earlier and bought Liz a t-shirt and then since I bought her a t-shirt I had to buy myself something so I bought a Flex Innovations RV860 that seems fair right it's fair yeah <laughs> However you want to spin it to make yourself happy. <laughs> and I bought a uh, Mamba 10 uh, G2. G, G2? Is that right? Is it the 6L version? It's the 6S version. That's what I've got. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Now, they said you don't have to uh, update the power system on it. That it's got plenty of power oh, on its, its own. It's got nutty power. <laughs> yeah. Because the original Mamba 10, I mean... It flew great, but it sucked as far as power. Yeah, no, you won't have that issue with the G2. It will, it's probably got a two to one thrust to weight ratio. Nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And it's got the, the pre-programmed modes in the Aura are great. I've got my radio with custom voices that announces the modes and it's got normal human mode, batshit crazy mode, <laughs> and slow speed batshit crazy mode. And yeah, in batshit crazy mode, the roll rate is it's like the roll rate of Jace Ducius playing when he was doing those rifle rolls. It's just like, Whoa, how many rolls did I just do? Oh, six? Okay. Uh, yeah. It's, you'll, you'll have fun with it. And the crow mode is really fun to play with. I've got that on a momentary switch, and it, you hold that momentary switch, and when you pull it to idle, the upper ailerons go up and the bottom ailerons go down, and it just stops. Now, on the original Mamba 10, we had to modify... We had to modify the ailerons to do some kind of mix in order for it to have crow mode. It's, it's all programmed into the Aura on the G2. It is. Yeah, you just have to assign a channel to it, and it just works. And it's so fun. In fact, every time I've scraped up the tips and broken a prop, it's playing with that crow mode. Because I was doing stupid things like I would take off into a loop at the top of the loop, hit crow mode, and land it at the bottom of the loop with the, in crow mode. Oh, nice. Yeah. Or or come full speed, full throttle, get over the threshold of the runway, and chop power, hit crow, and stop and land right front from full <laughs> throttle. It's just goofy fun. And That's awesome. Yeah. When you push the sticks to the outside corners, it will just turn itself wrong side out. You have no idea what the airplane's doing. It just stops flying and flails around and, and comes out in some random orientation. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. 
So where are you where are you flying now? The Temple Aeromodelers Field, which is actually in a Corps of Engineers park on Lake Belton. It's in uh, McGregor Park. And they are okay with helicopters there? They they don't hate helicopters. I mean, I'll be. Not like the club that shall not be named that we both used to belong to. Arca. Yeah, I, I won't say anything about Arca. <laughs> okay, yeah, I won't either. Um, you know, like the club full of guys who fly warbirds at full speed and then can't hit that 600-foot-long runway when they try to land. You won't <laughs> yeah. say anything at all about those guys. No. They, they, they either miss it all together on one end of it or they, they land in the grass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, the, the guys at the Temple Air Monitors Club are great. They have welcomed me with open arms. And oddly, and I still don't understand this, I have already become the guy to maiden everybody's airplanes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And I asked one of them, I was like, why? Why do you want me to do this? Well, we've seen you fly everything from helicopters to these super fast hotliners, and you land them right at your feet every time. And it's like, why wouldn't you fly my brand new plane? Okay. Eventually, it's going to go really bad. <laughs> yes, but I've made it very clear that, and they, they agree, if they ask me to fly it, it's on them. Yeah. Not that I wouldn't fix it. I Mike's going to raffle. Yeah. I did. Yeah, raffle tickets. Yes. Okay. They're in my, my pullover. My hat's laying on. Yeah, it's time for the raffle. So, if you need to contact Chris, get a hold of him on Heli Freak. Or find him at, at the field in Temple. Yes. Just Plain Chris, that's me. Just Plain Chris on Heli Freak. Yep, and RC groups. But that's, there's not a lot of helicopter activity over there. I, yeah. I mainly hit Sell RC stuff. groups for the radio stuff. Selling and stuff. Selling stuff, yeah. Are y'all going up there? No. We'll be up there eventually, maybe. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's going to take every bit of two hours. I better not. You better oh. take a chair with you. Yeah. I, I, I am taking a chair. And a drink. A side-by-side. And a can. And a bottle. Huh? <laughs> Just leave the door open. I'm going to have Kenny go get, see if he can get Tim. If Tim's here, he probably bought raffle tickets down there. Yeah, he may have. We'll see if Tim's still here. Well, Chris, uh, awesome. I appreciate you coming in here. No problem. Uh, I've known Chris for many years now. Yeah, at least a decade. Longer than that. Longer than that. And uh, Chris was like the most famous person I knew. When I first started flying, one of the most. I know what so, that's like now. So crit- It doesn't happen very often anymore, but it used to be really comical to go to a fly-in and just be talking to somebody, and you just see this look on their face, and they kind of tilt their head like, I know that voice. And then they'll, they'll then you see the light bulb, and they're like, oh, you're that podcast guy. <laughs> yes. So how long has it been since you've been on a podcast? Five years. Five years. At least. Uh, I'd have to look yeah, up the website. Facebook served up a memory uh, on the 4th, and it was a post about my mom passing, and that was six years ago, and that was the one-year anniversary of her passing, and I stopped the podcast shortly after that. 
So it's been between five and six years. Like well, just saying, I missed the podcast. People I still s- tell me that. I still <laughs> go back and I listen to your podcast. Why? It was a show about nothing. No, it's it's uh, it was awesome. I've got all of them downloaded on my PC on the hard drive. That's just sad, guys. That's just really sad. But I have had people tell me that too. That they go back and listen to it, and I'm like, it was not, it wasn't relevant content when it was fresh, and now you're listening to it five years later. That just doesn't make any sense. But hey, it's you know, I don't get royalties or anything off of it. So. Or Rockstar. I'm just happy that they're still available to download. Yeah, you know, I keep paying. Three hundred dollars a year for that, or three hundred dollars every other year for that hosting. Just, to, just you can put them on Podbean. Just create a Pod Podbean account and upload them all, and it'd be free. It's just going to take time to like, but it's it's free. You can upload them and they'll be there forever. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, I might do that. I keep I keep the website up too, and the and the forums. Yeah, the well, the website's where I downloaded them all from. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's only money. I can't take it with me. Well, uh, well, if you need to support any more podcasts, let me yeah, <laughs> come ahead. Step out and go get Tim. Thank you for coming in here and sitting down with us. My pleasure. Um, Don't awesome. expect me to start up another podcast. <laughs> no, you can Not come in and join it. on this one. I might do that once in a while. I don't know. Zoom's a lot, a lot easier than the live one mic show. Yeah. See, when you walk out of here, you're going to think to yourself, man, that was a lot of fun. Just sitting down and talking. Kitty's an enabler. Yeah, well, that used to be my title when I had the podcast, was Chief Enabler. (laughs) But, you know, that kind of karma comes back to bite me because I was enabled to buy that RV by a podcast listener, Nick Krigo. I don't know if you listen to this podcast. (laughs) It's your fault that I bought that RV8. I'm going to send your email address to Liz so she can harass you about it. <laughs> Hell, he's the reason why I bought the Spirit. He's the reason why I ended up with all the Oxys, because I got the Oxy 2. I think I got the Oxy 2 after the 3, but it was from him. Nice. So, yeah. It's we'll, his fault. We'll definitely have you on again, if I can ever get a schedule back <laughs> under control. Yeah. You're up at two, if you're up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And you want a podcast? Oh, I'm, I'm often up at 2 o'clock in the morning, but it's just to go pee and then I <laughs> go, go around back, go to, back bed. to bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. I've, I've done two solo podcasts this last two at 2 o'clock in the morning when I woke up. Any right. <laughs> anyway. Right. Well, I'm going to go to the raffle, see what I'm going to win. All right. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Should have turned the AC on when I left. Is that it still recording? Yeah, I never stopped it. Oh. So I hope you weren't talking bad about me. I didn't say a thing, but I might have yawned once or twice. All right, so we're back from a quick break. Kenny has rounded up Tim Marcos. Did I say that right? Tim Markham. 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 See, I said it wrong. True friends say your name wrong. It's okay. <laughs> Tim has been around for a while. You, you live where? I live in Maryland, Texas. Got back in the hobby around 2019. When did you first get in the hobby? Originally started back when I was about 10 years old, flying airplanes. That was? That was back in, let's just say, uh, 84. So what are you flying now? I fly mainly a line, 
700 series and then of course I just jumped into the turbine with the King Tech turbine the already the fly version uh, which was launched in February of this year it's always been a bucket list of mine to uh, have a turbine of some sort I just didn't know if it was going to be an airplane or helicopter but it let it in my first turbine platform was a uh, helicopter so now you've been a professional pilot for years though I started professionally flying in uh, 1997. And that was airplanes and? I started out a fixed wing first, and then later on in my career, I, thanks to my employer, they uh, then rated me in full-scale helicopters. So what kind of airplanes did you fly? Uh, at the beginning, it started out as King Airs. And then I let in basically going in and flying Gulfstreams afterwards. Nice. And my uh, Gulfstreams was my main platform. And then somewhere in between my career there, then I started out in full-scale helicopters, started out R, uh, R-44, then transitioned to Jet Ranger 206, then a Long Ranger, and then the, the Bell Series 407. Wow. I well, fly you... every now and then. It's only late at night. <laughs> so, how many hours have you got under your belt? As of right now, completely logged on about 10,400 hours. Wow. That's a lot. About 4,000 of that is international flying in the Gulf Streams. So, I've crossed oceans, both Atlantic and Pacific. This is places like you know, Beijing, China, you know, pretty much uh, Seoul, Korea, Gimpo, Korea. You could take me across the steps. <laughs> <laughs> Taiwan, Australia. On If it's on the Atlantic side, it's everywhere from London to Germany, Amsterdam. How many hours did it take you to, to be rated to do that kind of stuff? Um, I would say it was... I don't know. It was, uh, I kind of fell into it because my employer uh, kind of just threw me out there. You know, and I got, so I was already rated as a ATP airline transport pilot already. And international flying is just basically going out and just basically doing it. Uh, there's some logistics involved with it, but I had some help from some mentors and they kind of showed me the way as, as I did it. So. Do you have to speak their, that language for the country that you fly into? No, because in the aviation industry, English is the, is the standard. standard language. No yeah. matter where you go. No matter where you go. Wow. So any country that I enter in, the flight controllers or anything, they have to speak English. It, is it good English or is it? Well, <laughs> I would say it's good English, but... You land now. You know, you, land you now. have to, their accents are, are very, uh, can be very challenging at times, but it can, uh, it's, we have, I have another person that's with me in the cockpit, and, and luck, luckily that uh, if I don't understand something, it's like, we look at each other like, did you understand what he said? <laughs> <laughs> And it was, I'll give you an example. Uh, we were flying from Abilia, Italy 
going to, uh, we flew over the Strait of Gibraltar to down to Morocco, Africa, and we were crossing Casablanca, and we entered into uh, Morocco's airspace, and it was like, the controllers, like, they were talking in the plane like this, and it was like real heavy accident, and I kept asking the other pilots, like, what was he saying? I don't know. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to shoot us down. <laughs> but we were, luckily we were behind a British Airways uh, airliner. So we were kind of like, we'll just follow him. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So you've been around turbines all of your career then? Pretty much, yes. And so the... You said that you just picked up a helicopter and a, a, a new turbine, correct? Correct. And what the what is it? It's the King Tech turbine, already the fly model, the eight hundred, uh, the the KT, the K, I think it's, they call it the K, KH eight hundred or KT. I don't know to give you the actual model number, but it's an eight hundred size already to fly version from King Tech turbines. Of course, I don't know who actually, I think King Tech puts their engine in it. I think they use a manufacturer or a CNC group out of Taiwan to build it. And it has what they call QF servos in it. I don't know who really makes QF servos. I have some. I have some in my Tron Nitro has QFs. Okay, so it comes completely built, all ready to go. Comes with the Align 800 blades. The tail blades are 116s. Basically, just uh, it's a plug-and-play type helicopter. So, in order to fly that, did you find it difficult uh, getting your rating for that, or getting the model set up on a radio? I, I understanding was, the language. No, it was actually pretty simple. What I found was the uh, I tried to do the Mikado route but I couldn't get the support on Mikado. But when it comes out of the box, the GSU has a radio setup tab on it, and you can actually, you have three radios it's really designed to set up for, Spectrum, Jetty, and Futaba. So if you have those three type of radios, then it's easy to set up. So that comes with the motor? Yes. That's not that bad. I mean, I'm going to disclose the price. Can you, do you, you want to guess the price, Kenny? Well, I've seen other models that were turbine, uh, RC helicopters at least. And you just want just throw a number out there. My, my guess is probably six to eight thousand dollars. It's 5,400 ready to fly. You just have to add the fly barless, right? It's 5,400 for the kit. Oh, that's that's a kit. That's just the kit. Oh, it's $280 flat ship rate from yeah, I see that. Uh, King Tech itself. So you can put whatever motor, or you have to you, you have to pick the motor? No, the motor's on. It's already, it's already in there. So, it's already, 50, so six grand. Yeah, basically. Ready to fly, m- right. minus the fly barless unit. Correct. So that's not bad. Is this thing like logging hours like you would a, a regular yes. jet engine that that, that that you fly? Yes, it has a overhaul interval of 25 hours. So when the GSU, the, the program box that comes with it, the DRU that, that the, the jet engine runs from 
logs those hours, or they log it in minutes. So when you plug the GSU in, you have to convert minutes to hours. So as of right now, you have also the ability to use a Bluetooth device to where you can Bluetooth it to your phone, an iPhone or an Android, either or. And you can keep up with your hours then. And that's basically how, after the 25 hours, now you can fly it over that if you like, but if you want it to get it overhauled or if you want to keep it in the warranty, King Tech offers a lifetime warranty on all internal parts. Of course, the electronics have a limited one-year warranty. Yeah. So that's basically... What does it, it cost to get an overhaul done? Right now, if you use the approved fuels and the the oil that's in the in the guide, three hundred dollars. That's not bad. If you have excessive coking, they add an additional hundred dollars. That's still not that bad. So four hundred dollars at the most to get it over. That's worth it. What is coking? Coking is is where you have a what they call a. It's kind of like a carbon buildup. Okay. Kind of like if you have a foul plug. I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. Uh, I've had all kinds of problems. <laughs> uh, where it, it'll it'll coke up inside, and it's just it, they have to clean it all off off the turbine, the the turbine wheels on the turbine, actually the burn section of the. Uh, so, twenty five hours in real life really doesn't seem like that many hours. Ten minute flights, right? You're doing but, ten minute flights, so kind of break it down. You're you're probably getting around three hundred flights. And, and you have how many flights on it now? Uh, before I came out here, I already had two hours on it. And I flew it, what, I flew it three times, well, no, I flew it four, I flew it that one evening, and then, yeah, three times yesterday, and then I flew it once a day. So, ten minutes roughly each, each flight, give or take. So, I'll probably put about almost another hour on it. Awesome. And the type of fuel you're using is? Jet A. Jet A. Uh, the real stuff. The real stuff. But you can use regular diesel from the pump if you want to use that. Sulfur diesel, like you put in a diesel truck. Or you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy the, the kerosene in the can. And you just add the approved oils to it and then you're good to go. So we know how much kerosene costs. How much does Jet A cost? I don't know. I don't pay for it. It's free. <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's even better. <laughs> but as of last, I remember it was up to uh, four dollars a gallon. So you just siphon it out of one of your jets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he always lands with a quarter tank, no matter what. That's right. The way I look at, it, and in the oil, it's it's free too. But usually, a quart of oil is around ten dollars. That's cool. So what kind of flying are you doing with this? I mean, I've watched you, but... There's not really too much flying you can do with the turbine. I call bullshit. So Tim, Tim's out there flying upside down. He's doing... Yeah, he's doing a 3D with this thing. He's doing some pyro flips, some rainbow TikToks. Somewhat. I mean, sometimes I wonder. It's aggressive. I wouldn't be doing it. I'd probably spool it up and then spool it back down and never get off the ground. Yeah, it's it's like uh, 
we've been waiting all weekend, you know, hey, you guys want to fly? But that hasn't happened yet. I'm not waiting for that. I'm hoping it doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm not approved. So do you have to be approved to fly this helicopter? Yes, I had to, uh, I had, I went through some training with a club member who already had a turbine waiver. Uh, his name was uh, Jerry Kerwin, and he was a originally a CD, and he's also a fixed wing turbine guy as well. Uh, he's part of our club at uh, Fort Benelli. So you fly with Diego? Yes, I fly with okay. Diego. We had Diego on here and here a little bit a little bit ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. We should have had them both at the same time. Probably. Yeah. And Jerry, he pretty much walked me through the turbine paperwork process. He allowed me to fly. I only flew the helicopter in presence of a current turbine waiver helicopter pilot. And he basically just walked me through the process. And he had some friends that were going to uh, Bomber Field about a month or so ago, a month or a half or so ago. They had a jet rally. And there was a couple of guys that are on the AMA approved CD list to be able to sign those waivers off. Awesome. And so what I did is I basically went up to Bonner Field and I had to perform a, uh, a pre-flight, discuss the startup procedure, the, the chance of a fire, what am I going to what am I going to do with it, and things like that. Like I have a fire extinguisher. Like if we had a fire, I have a I have a CO2 fire extinguisher that's present. But so starting this model, you've obviously started all kinds of turbines in the past. Is it hard to do? Like for somebody like one of us here? No. It's actually understanding the different start cycles. You have three stages in which it starts. Stage one, stage two, and stage three. Uh, explains into the manual when you read the manual that what each stage does. I mean, we have to read the instructions. Sure, you have to do that. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out too. <laughs> I thought you could just pick it up and like you know. Well, can V bar start it? Well, I I hate to say it, but turbines are a little bit more complicated than doing like nitro or looking up a battery. <laughs> Not V bar. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go into how much it takes to start one. Maybe on another podcast we'll have them on and go but, into the... But it's really simple. You, as soon as you set the, uh, the whatever radio you're going to use, like I explained earlier, the three types of radios that the GSU is designed mm -hmm. to help you set up, it's a pretty much plug and play. As soon as you start the auto start sequence, you just sit there and listen for it. I mean, if you can do it, it's got to be easy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I can do it, I'm sure. That's, that's easy. Piece. That was rude, man. <laughs> I'm just throwing rocks. It's one of those days. Well, no. See, Mike's not in here. We can't throw rocks now. Oh. This yeah. is Tim. Oh, that was just Mike. Now, he was throwing rocks last night. <laughs> He's getting close to throwing a little bit more than rocks. <clears throat> Got no. anything else, Tim? Kenny, got anything else? No. Contact? You want to give your contact info out or run right or heli freak contact? Or? If somebody wants to learn more about turbine helicopters and, and they go they live in the Houston area or they want to hook up with you. Whoa. <laughs> easy. There's no hookups out here. There's no hookups out here. <laughs> 
Yeah, they can contact me. Uh, they can t- contact me via my email at tim dot markham six seven at gmail dot com. If any questions. And, and how's Markham spelled? M A R C U M. I'm just doing that so I can spell it right on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we have a person here that seems it takes too hard for them to put a contact in their phone. Yes. Yeah. That was a road call one night. <laughs> You're lucky I even picked it up. Yeah. I'm a road call from that's a road number. And I'm like, all right, this is one of those road pickups. And I was like, he was like, hey, what's up, Richard? I was like, who is this? <laughs> he was like, you don't have my number in your phone? Come hey. on, man. <laughs> I lost his number. But he called me up one night, and I heard his voice, and I said, Hey, Tim, how are you? Uh, I recognized it right off the bat. But, they, you know, if they need to call me, you can text me. Text me first. Uh, we, won't, we won't give your text number up, because I don't even do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> if they want to email you, they can email you. That's fine. From there, you can get your number. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have people like you, resources that's been in the hobby for a while, and obviously you're stable. It's something that you enjoy, and... And uh, and then going this extra mile to turbine, it's just yeah, it's know, really cool to see one in is, person. It is cool. The only person I knew was Fred, and they had one. He has he, he has, has one. He has a predator. He got it in SRC. He okay. got his waiver at SRC that year. He traded like three goblins for it. Did it? Yeah, yeah. I, it's something I thought about, but it's always just scared me away with the money. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> well, you got to really think about it. You sold, you know, half your radios. You could buy one. You know, Whatever. You, you got to really think about it. You know, after all the equipment I've seen you guys have these last three years, <laughs> eighteen SEs and all this Futaba gear. Oh, speaking of the fact, Kenny still wants to sell the eighteen SC for two hundred dollars. <laughs> oh wait. Five hundred dollars. He keeps he keeps screwing that up. Five fifty. Every podcast I keep. Hey, if anybody wants an eighteen SZ, please look me up. Look Richard up. Richard knows where that radio is at. Trade something. Yeah, I I don't need cash. If you got something to trade, I'm good with that. Cash your ass. I still have M five C stuff. Kenny, you, are you, you going? You, you may have that for a while. The M five C stuff. I'm gonna have. <laughs> actually need to just program and fly the crap out of them. I got the one here. I just need to put the spirit on it, but I don't feel like I am. I'm lazy. Are you going to Florida? That's the next event, right? I'm going to Florida next week. Oh, oh you're going to Florida for the fun fly. I, I don't know yet. You it's, don't know. I, I've Actually, I've got uh, reservations. I've already booked my airplane, but I found out my granddaughter's having surgery mm. on the 16th. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. That's a little too much going on too fast. Yes. And so I need to be here, and, and I I just... No, I'm not going to work. So. I, I don't know if that's going to get canceled or not. She talked about it, but I need to be here to support her. We need to find somebody that uh, owns a private jet, so all you have to do is just load <laughs> your stuff up for the day. <laughs> so how far is Paraland? Uh, <laughs> Fairland's not that far. That's right. <laughs> what do you mean? What does Fairland have to do? We just come pick you up? Maybe. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> he, he didn't say he was going to land over Florida. <laughs> he may be skydiving out with your stuff. He's gonna now, the, you the, the uh, fuel bill on that might be a little pricey. Oh, if you're rich, why do you need to worry about the fuel bill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Topic to be discussed later. 
other podcasts. You guys have anything else? I'm about it. About an hour and a half in. Nope. No, I don't. I don't have anything. It's getting hot in here. We're in a. It's getting hot. I I have a nitro to go start. That's okay. been wanting right. to be started for the last year. Thank I want to see it. All right. Other podcasts: Free Fall, Scrap Pile, Heliheads, Skids Up, BK, Telerotor, Inverted Down Under, Nuts and Bolts, RC Elements, uh, YouTube Bill In. Emails Houdini RC Heli at gmail.com. Kenny is RC Nuts at gmail.com. Thank you. That's it. Um, I thought I had all my outros on there. No, that's all I have. Stay in the box, don't escape. See you guys. You guys have fun. Dun dun dun, the end. It's fucking hot. Okay. So you're going to edit a lot of this stuff, right? There's a shit ton of editing. <laughs> anything you thought you said, speak now or forever hold your peace. Yeah. Mom and the dog's coming in. and well, I'm going to I'm gonna keep some of that in, but I'm going to try to keep it in, but keep it so it's... I'm going to keep as much as I can. Anyway. Uh, the dog barking that one time, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's you know, I'm going to work it out. All right, bye. All right. You guys be safe. <laughs>